the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Monday night, 6.05, nothing pre-recorded here except maybe a commercial here and there. Live and local in Midtown Manhattan, 45th and 5th. It's raining, it's not raining, it's sunny, it's hot, it's cold. What it is, is it's back. The COVID. Yep, the COVID is back. Uh, yep, it's back, whether you uh, like it or not. The COVID is back. So here's why, what I, of which, to which I refer. Uh, a week ago today and a week to, from tomorrow and Wednesday, last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there was a judicial conference, one of the little perks that the judges get, the judges that are appointed by the mayor. There are different kinds of judges, some appointed by the governor, some appointed by the mayor, and some are elected. These are, this was a conference for the judges elected, by, uh, appointed by the mayor. And so they all go out to Montauk to a pretty nice place. And there was, I, I don't know how many, there were dozens and dozens of them. And they have, they talk about the updates to the law and the new procedures. And I believe as of this morning, the count was up to 15, but I'm sure it's now closer to 21 or 25. Judges have the COVID. And what, yep. And what happens when all these judges, you take, knock, Nike, knock 15 judges out of the system at once for this whole week. And you have backlog, backup to it in a system that's already backed up. Um, so if you want to just focus on the criminal justice system, just to give you guys an idea, the trial I just completed on Friday, it, the original date for the case to go to trial was in May of 2020. And we took a verdict in May of 2022. So give you an idea, the, the degree of backup. And that was with an incarcerated defendant. And those were the cases that would move to the front of the line. So people who are out uh, on bail, uh, which are taken a secondary position because obviously they're at liberty, so their their liberty has not been taken away. God knows the backlog on those cases. Excuse me. <clears throat> everybody's trying. Everybody's working hard. But um, when you get a whole bunch of judges testing positive for the COVID, um, it's a problem. Uh, I, I just see that there's a new New York City health advisory, advisory, not a mandatory thing. Wear a mask in all indoor public settings, including groceries. Groceries. That's what's including at groceries. <clears throat> not grocery stores. This is a, an official NY State New York City health thing. 
to wear a mask in groceries, at groceries, okay? Building lobbies, offices, stores, and other common or shared spaces. All masks should cover the nose and mouth. If you're at high risk of severe illness or are over 65, uh uh-oh, Joan Pelzer, here it goes, or are unvaccinated, take additional precautions. That was a joke. Joan is not anywhere near 65. Avoid crowded settings and non-essential get-togethers. Well, yesterday, on a very personal note, we did have an essential get-together, and it was indoors and outdoors. It was my daughter, Ariana's baptism. And um, I will. It was a miraculous, miraculous day, and I will just sum up my my speech that I held back. My toast, I should say, during the whole uh, ceremony in court, I was just trying to hold my breath and not cry because I didn't want to take away from um, Ariana's moment and her mom Marianne's moment. But I was on the verge of tears through the entire ceremony because uh, it wasn't a yeah, uh-huh, it wasn't a full mass. Uh, it was just a special baptism mass, and there were two Monsignors there, um, Monsignor Casada and Monsignor Jamie Gigantiello. But uh, for me, most importantly, was Father Anthony Sorgi, who is my, I believe Frank Morano would tell me, he's my first cousin once removed. Um, so my father and his father were first cousins. Uh, but he was the priest who um, who blessed my, my daughter. And, you know, when you're in those... Uh, kind of vulnerable positions after a couple of tough weeks at the office and you look out and, you know, here I am holding my five-month-old uh, daughter, looking down at my five-year-old son, looking in the uh, one of the pews at my 15-year-old son, seated next to my almost 84-year-old father and 81-year-old mother and the, the, the thoughts of my all four grandparents floating through my mind. And, you know, my, my toast was... I just hope all of the greatness from those people who are with us and who have have left us, hopefully for a better place, uh, a little bit of each one of those special special people are are in my daughter today on the day of her baptism. So it was a really wonderful event, and I just hope everyone here in their lives get to share a um, special days like that with your family. You know, Monsignor Casada gave a little homily, and he said, let's face it, it is all about family. Even though they drive us crazy, you can't live with them, but you can't live without them. And that's so true. You know, I if you look at one of, and I don't know how accurate this is, but if you look at one of those ESPN programs or something like that they, they did on the O.J. Simpson case, you know, and he's in the white van and he's running away, and allegedly he's crying, and all he wants to do is see his mother. Um, and, I, you know, I... I Especially this weekend when I was still licking my wounds uh, from the the trial I did. You know, I really just wanted to be not necessarily with my mother because she would ask me too many questions. But definitely with my wife, with Marianne. Um, you know, she's the person who uh, who is the rock that I could lean on uh, to make me feel um, a, a little better. I mean, look. We tried this case, Mr. Jackarino and I, and uh, according to everyone who was as objective as they could be, um, we tried an excellent case. The jury saw some things our way and found and said not guilty, but then sent, saw some other things not our way and then said guilty. The, uh, the debate rages on because it's really now in the hands of the judge, although we will be able to advocate because the sentencing range is, is tremendous. It's from five years 
to 25 years, any number in between. So Mr. Jack Reno and I still have a lot of work to do to advocate for our client. Um, but I would, I, I always try to be honest and transparent and, uh, I think some cases are easier to shake off than others, and this one has definitely been uh, a little difficult to shake off. The first, I, I mean, Saturday, uh, for any of, I guess the only thing I can think of that people who aren't lawyers can relate to is if there are some athletes out there, whether you were a high school athlete or a college athlete, and, and you know, you, you, you're tr- that big game and, and it means so much and you're trying so hard. And, you know, people in your little network are watching and the, the pressure's on and, you know, you don't achieve what you wanted to achieve. So maybe instead of in the tournament, instead of coming in first, you came in second, which is very respectable, but it's not first. Um, and the pain that goes along with that. Well, here, maybe the pain is a little different because another person's life is in, in the balance. Uh, I did um, commiserate with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, who you guys have heard here on AM 970, The Answer. Dr. Chrissy and Dr. Lawrence, and, you know, uh, I spoke to them a little bit yesterday about the feeling when a patient dies, and it's a patient that they feel like they should have been able to keep alive, and they didn't. And, you know, they they say, well, we deal with that every single day, because they both work in the emergency room. So I think it's just part of, you know, uh, I don't know if it's called an occupational hazard, but it... uh, it knocks the heck out of you. And the only reason why I feel like, okay, I'm not that bad is when I spoke to Mike Jacarino today, who's 15 years my junior, he sounded worse than I did. So I'm thinking maybe it's just because of my age and I'm tired and I'm worn down, but he sounded pretty beat up. Actually, John Esposito, my other partner, says, hey, I spoke to Jacarino a little while ago. He sounds horrible. So, um, you know, I'm trying to look at the positive side of things like the New York Rangers game seven last night, overtime win. Yeah. That was pretty cool for us New Yorkers. Thank you, Mr. Sam Bowen. And who has, I know it's early, it's second week of May, but who has the best record in Major League Baseball? The New York Yankees. And right behind them is the New York Mets. Um, and then something else that makes me very, very happy. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, you know, uh, be happy about other people's pain. But everyone's freaking about about not having baby formula to feed their babies. Well, guess what? We got a homemade baby formula machine at our house. Her name is my wife, Mary Ann Bertuda, who's taken nourishing my daughter since the day she came out of the womb. There's no bottles in my house. There's no formula in my house. Except yesterday, one of Mary Ann's friends was in a grocery store where they just got a delivery, and, and so they were able to buy two each, I think, and she grabbed two and brought them to the house, and I said, Marianne, you know, we, we, I don't know if we should keep it. We don't use formula. She goes, yeah, well, if somehow or another I can't get home one day, now we have some formula so uh, somebody can feed her. Um, in huge breaking news, there's the new map of the congressional districts in the state of New York. Big changes. Republicans are really smiling. Nicole Maliotakis must be thrilled. You know who we got coming up? Big Hank, the number one political mind in the nation. He'll tell you that himself. Hank Shankoff, coming right up. Wow, that was New Order. I love New Order. 
you know, I, like Sam Boland, sometimes I feel bad. I talk too much. Like, I want to hear more of the music. I mean, so be Bolin, quiet once in a while. Sa- Sam Boland, I could do just a musical show the whole nine years. That was, now, I only heard a couple of notes. That was New Water. Blue Monday. Uh, blue Monday. And today's Monday. Ah, oh, and it's blue. Ah. Well, okay. Well, I hope you're not feeling blue, Sam Boland. No, sir. All right. Well, here's why you got to go see Connors and Sullivan before you're feeling blue. Because they will make sure your estate is in a place where you are covered if, God forbid, you're sick and you got to go to a nursing home or you, you, you need extended medical attention. They will make sure that you are getting all of the entitlements that you are entitled to. So they'll sit down with you. They'll go over your assets. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for. They'll also help you devise a plan so that you don't go bankrupt paying nursing home fees and therapy fees and hospital fees and doctor fees or bills or bills or bills or bills. Connors and Sullivan know how to help you avoid bankruptcy due to catastrophic illness. So call Connors and Sullivan today for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. As you know, they have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's not too late. Don't panic. Just pick up the phone and call them. Connors and Sullivan, 718-238-6500. Call them today. You'll be so glad that you did. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know that the battle for the heart and mind of this country is underway. In New Jersey Congressional District 5, there is a very important race, and it is being waged by two very serious campaigns. Frank Pilato, who was the nominee last go-around, and challenger Nick DeGregario, who would like to take that mantle this time and win the seat. What will happen? Join us May 23rd from 3 to 8 p.m. at Giovanni's Bicycle Club in Englewood Cliffs, to watch a live debate, weigh in with a straw poll, and help decide who will represent you in Washington in the days to come. Of course, the winner will end up battling Josh Gottheimer for that seat, and we will bring you gavel-to-gavel coverage. 3 to 4 o'clock, we've got a live interview with each of the candidates, and then from 7 to 8 that evening, we'll be on air with a debate moderated by yours truly and representatives of both campaigns. Join us from 3 to 8, Giovanni's Bicycle Club, Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey, And from 4 to 6, don't forget the meet and greets with the candidates and yours truly. We'll see you then. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flex Flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 
You want to talk about New York groove? You want to talk, they call me the quintessential New Yorker? I will tell you one thing. I have not been a meat cutter, a police officer. I haven't been ordained as a rabbi and run campaigns and been involved in the campaigns of the likes of a president of the United States, a mayor of the city of New York, uh, the, the, the president of Mexico, uh, but that's who Hank Shankoff, our, our next guest, is. Years ago, when I was a young, hairy kid appearing on Fox all the time, I was never hairy appearing on Fox. I started off Fox Bald, which made, made it nice and easy for me. So they, they tell me that I'm going to be on a segment with Hank Shankoff. Now, I knew who he was. He's a household name in, in New York City. And uh, so we do the segment. It went off, you know, any other regular segment. And when it ends, the, the camera goes off. He looks at me. He goes, are you any relation to the uh, boxing guy, uh, Artie Idol? I said, yeah, he's my grandfather. He goes, your grandfather was a wonderful guy. He goes, come with me. And then he took me off into the hallway and regaled me with some fo- with some stories about my grandpa, who I lived with until the day he died, and just short of his 92nd birthday. So, Mr. Hank Shankov, you hold a special place in my heart. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Every day is a great day, and today's a great day. What can I say? So um, it's not a great day for all of these um, candidates who are uh, thought they were going to be shoo-ins in the Democratic congressional race because of this new map that just came down a couple of hour, uh, hours ago. Did you see that? I did. I did. It's the best day Republicans have had in New York State for quite some time, frankly. <laughs> tell um, t- and, tell uh, the listeners what it's all about. Blame the Democrats for it. Hmm? Blame well, the tell, Democrats uh, for it. Why? Go ahead. Take it away. We blame the Democrats because they set the lines, they overstepped, and the court intervened. Then the, the, um, the effectively the special master or the person who's been tasked by the court to draw those lines is an expert, has no axe to grind, and is doing his job. So there you have it. So it, it's like on Wall Street, they say, like, the bulls win, the bears win, and the pigs get slaughtered. Basically, what happened here is the Democrats didn't obey by their own rules that they passed in 2014 regarding gerrymandering these districts. <clears throat> and they just they just really overstepped. And now the new guy who came in, he, you know, he clearly did his homework because he cranked it out in no time. But he did some things, I think. Uh, is it something like um, Jerry Nadler now and, and Maloney are in the same district all of a sudden? Did you see that? Well, Jerry Nadler could have. Well, Jerry Nadler could have opted to. Uh, Congressman Nadler, the dean of the delegation, the Democratic congressional delegation, the state delegation, could have opted to uh, run in another district, which was really created for him in the Lower Manhattan and going deeper into Brooklyn. But he opted not to, and has instead announced that he's going to write against uh, the uh, Carolyn Maloney, who uh, in her district, the district where that's cut, I think it's from. Uh, East River to the Hudson River in the, in the middle of Manhattan. She's out of the outer boroughs where she used to be in Queens and Brooklyn. So that should be an interesting race. It's the best day uh, some consultants, political consultants, will ever have had because they're going to coin the cash and put it in the basement, probably in mattresses someplace. And um, it'll be quite the battle. You know, we've had battles like that before. Is it good for New York? Well, I, I wonder if any of these politics are actually good for New York. I think it's good for the political class, uh, but I don't know that any of this is good for New York. Well, I would love, I'm going to get back to that in a second. Just one other thing. So Hakeem Jeffries, who's the fifth ranking House Democrat, and everyone knows he has his eyes on being the speaker someday. Um, and I guess that would be good for Brooklyn. Um, they cut him out of his own neighborhood. He could still run, 
because he only has to be a resident of New York State. You don't have to run in your own neighborhood as you do with other offices, live in your own neighborhood. But um, I'm sorry, live in your own district. But I mean, this this um, the individual who drew the lines. I mean, he really God bless him. He really kind of did it with a blindfold on uh, and didn't really seem to, um, uh, you know, give anyone any special privileges. Uh, his name was Jonathan Service, C-E-R-V-A-S. And he's um, from Carnegie Mellon. Um, now, the biggest, the, the biggest thing, at least for me, Hank Shankoff, who's a genius when it comes to politics, is has to do with the Staten Island, Southern Brooklyn piece, where the Democrats had taken the, the district and took it all the way up into Sunset Park and Park Slope to give the Democrat Max Rose a tremendous advantage. They basically cut that out and kept it in the Bay Ridge, Diker Heights area. <clears throat> so right. she's in good shape now, correct? I, I absolutely, so, you know, look, the Republicans are likely based upon publicly published polls to take back the House, despite the Roe v. Wade uh, uh, non-decision with decision that might have, have is supposed to happen this summer. But the Republicans are still likely to take back the House. And if so, uh, Nicole Malley attacks would be a very important player. We need to have Republicans in office who are going to be able to carry New York's water in the Congress. And she'd certainly be one of them. Now, I want to get back to what you said a minute ago, Hank. You said, I don't know if that's good for the citizens. It may be good for politicians. Tell me what you meant by that. Well, we have, we've developed a permanent political class in this country, and certainly we see it locally, of people who exist and feed simply off politics. That's their life. There is nothing else. And the permanent campaign is part of the, the life we live and what we read about. So we don't call it the permanent campaign. It's an unending event. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And politics is, is all the people think about. Getting money out of unions to run campaigns is what they think about, not necessarily helping unions organize. I mean, we have one case of a, of a well, well-known uh, polling firm, Global Strategy Group, that has worked for Democrats, calls themselves Democrats, uh, sees themselves as liberals, and uh, they're taking money from Amazon to help, to help defeat the union. I mean... This, there's no, there are no sanctions and there are no rules anymore for the permanent uh, political class. It just does whatever it wants to. It tries to run things for the benefit of themselves as opposed to benefit the public. And at some point, I think the public's going to lose its mind and try to go after the whole, the whole of what I call the political industrial complex um, because it's not working for, for average people. It's providing a product for those who want to stay in office forever and who need the benefits of that. The cost of public financing campaigns um, is not insignificant. The um, the fact that we're going to have an election in the city council as a function of reapportionment next year, we just did it. It'll be publicly financed. Publicly financing uh, uh, state campaigns is, is, in, is not too far away. I mean, the costs of all this are not what the public intended. And then the question is, what is the public getting in return? Not, you know, not a lot. And not a lot. Point, <clears throat> just lose, they're going to lose their minds. They will. So we're talking to Hank Shankoff, who's been in the world of politics for quite quite some time. Hank, I know you have a good relationship with City Hall. You know, people, uh, you know, some people now, we're, we're, we've done all of January, February, March, April, and, you know, we're almost done with May. So we're, uh, you know, or we're halfway done with May. So we're almost a solid five months in. People are a little frustrated with the, the crime rate not going down and some actually uh, areas it's going up. Uh, some people are a little frustrated with, uh, with with Mayor Adams himself. You've been around more mayors than most people have, and, and you've been intimately involved with them. What you know? What is your analysis at this point? Um, 
the problem is crime, and the problem is the sense that things are still out of control, and that um, he was supposed he was hired by the public. You know, we forget that politicians are hired by the public, and the politicians often forget that. But he was hired by the public to clean up the mess left by his predecessor. Um, we don't feel that yet, and um, there are neighborhoods in this city where. Uh, it is not uncommon to start hearing gunfire at 8 o'clock in the morning, and it doesn't level off until uh, sometime in the middle of the night. Uh, where we, we can go through the streets of our town and find uh, grandmothers and mothers who lost their children to the violence. They'd hoped that Eric Adams would make it go away immediately. Uh, I think we've got to give him some time. Uh, the mess he was left with is, is overwhelming. Uh, the financial problems the city is going to experience, which have nothing to do with Mayor Adams, based upon inflation and the, and, the, and the potential decline in tax revenue and the fact that people are not going to work in their offices and all these other things, are not insignificant. You know, we've got to give him some time and we've got to give him some support, but we also have to ask him not to travel as much and to spend more time on the streets with people. And if he does that, well, it may work out, but he's got to, he's got to get the crime numbers down significantly. Well, you're making me feel a little better, Hank Shankoff, because <laughs> on this show, you know, I've been basically backing him and supporting him as much as I can because, look, he's the he's the mayor for the next three and a half years uh, unless something extraordinary happens. And I do think, you know, you don't just flip a light switch and, I, oh, we have a new administration. Everything changes. Uh, so I, I do I do get criticized by some of our listeners saying I'm too easy on him, but um uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm I, I am definitely a cheerleader because I think we need to cheer him on and to cheer him to success. Let's move to the state level, Hank Shankov. What what is your what are your thoughts about uh, the current governor and the current election that's coming up? Uh, I think that you know Roe v. Wade is a is a big is a big number, particularly in, in parts of the city and, and certainly in, in suburban in, for women in suburban. Uh, um, locations throughout the country, having worked in 44 states. Um, and the problem is that that won't be enough. If the violence continues at the present level, violence and crime will be the issue. <clears throat> and the suburbs of New York City are, uh, people are losing their minds because their their shootings occurring. Well, let's go back to perception of crime. Perception of crime is often about crimes occurring in places where they should not be happening, right? Shouldn't be having shootings and the kind of lawlessness people perceive to be occurring in the suburbs of New York City. People moved to the suburbs to get away from it, and now it's there. So suburban, you know, Nassau, Suffolk County, half of Westchester are likely to vote significantly Republican come the fall. If you think about New York City for a moment, the fact that a Republican was elected to the city council, which wasn't surprising to me last fall, tells you that the probabilities of a fall, um, of, of some fall surprises that no one expects are pretty, pretty good. Um, I'd say that... Uh, the Governor Hochul has some real problems, and every day and every time there's another um, act of violence that makes the papers and makes the news big time, it's more difficult for her to get, a, a real, get elected. It's not that she's a woman, it's that she's the governor. And um, let me answer something, Hank. Is a, before this general election, there's a primary. It's Jumani Williams, which is who's running to her left, and there's uh, Tom Swazi, who's basically running to her right. Does she have anything to fear in the primary? Everybody who runs for any office against anyone has something to fear. Is it likely that she will be defeated? No. Why? It's very tough to defeat an incumbent governor. Could it happen? Sure, because we haven't had a situation like this, where someone has replaced an incumbent governor in the middle of a scandal, suddenly winds up being the governor, and has the kind of uh, period of time in office that she's had where the violence hasn't stopped, nor has the chaos. 
Um, the legislature really doesn't care whether she gets elected or why, because they're going to be in charge anyway. Look, they're going to be they're going to control the Senate, the state Senate, they're going to control the state assembly and do what they want. The permanent government that controls the state, the permanent political class will still be in charge whether she wins or loses. But there ought to, she ought to take a minute, look at the ads she's running. They're not very good. They're a dribble. They're not very emotional. She needs an emotional argument that gets people to focus on her and not an intellectual one. And that argument probably is would be something like the appointment, which she can do, as you know, after tomorrow morning, of an independent special state prosecutor for firearms, period. Put, him, put that person in New York, put special investigators that she can do, state police and others, tomorrow morning if she chooses, ask Mayor Adams for 1,000 New York City detectives, the greatest detectives in the world, get them working with federal agencies and shut the gun traffic down. Putting 20 guns or 50 guns or 80 guns on a table for a press conference is not the solution to the problem. Stopping the pipeline is and getting, getting enough undercovers, may, may God should bless them and protect them, doing large-scale buys of weapons is probably part of the answer. You can't do that the way things are presently structured. Fantastic. Well, I, Hank, I'm out of time. I could do a whole show with you. Uh, this is Dr. Hank Shankoff, Rabbi Hank Shankoff, police officer Hank Shankoff, and let's see, meat cutter Hank Shankoff. What, I, what else did I, I leave off, Hank? I'm the luckiest guy in the world you left off. And and a man who sports a beautiful Borsellino fedora uh, and wears it very, very well. So uh, And I admire that uh, to the max, as you must know, Hank. Thank you so much for finding the time out of your busy day to uh, come on the Author Idola Power Hour. I really appreciate it. I'm grateful to you. Have a wonderful evening. All the best. All right. See, folks, you just got treated to something very, very special. Even my friend uh, Joe Bova just said Hank is the best. He's uh, He's been around a long time. He's seen them all. When I paid a shiver call, when one of Hank's, I think it was his father who passed away, you know, Mayor de Blasio walked in as well to pay, his, to pay a, a shiver call. He was the sitting mayor. It's a big deal. I'm going to take a deep breath, and then we're going to come back with Lauren Fix to talk about the gas crisis and cars in the summer and all that. Don't go anywhere. Says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. If you're looking at the markets today and you got a little indigestion, I can understand. Why don't you check us out tonight at 7 when Hillary Kramer, the millionaire maker, will break down all of the stuff that's happened in the markets and help you understand it a little bit better. Maybe the rest of your week goes a little bit better, too. That's tonight at 7. Do one thing this year that changes you forever. Something extraordinary. A bucket list experience with years of memories packed into 10 invigorating days. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza in Israel this November. We'll visit over 40 iconic places right from scripture and history. Reserve your spot today when you visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. Want more of AM970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. It's Dr. Lederman speaking with 007 about prostate cancer. You're 007. The real 007. I was diagnosed in 2005 with prostate cancer. I requested a biopsy. Why? Going up, I got a biopsy that I had cancer in my prostate. And then the doctor told you, hey, you got to have... 
surgery. Did your doctor tell you about Dr. Lederman and radiosurgery? It's his bread and butter to operate. Not only do they leave the cancer behind, which is the most important thing, but you're incontinent and your sex life is kaput. I knew about your uh, treatment, which was very easy to do. Fifteen years later, your PSA is zero. My uh, urinary life is okay. And my sex life is very good. For more cancer information, call Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. 1384 Broadway. Call Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Here we are in New York City, live and local, and we have the car coach, Lauren Fix, on the line. Good evening, Lauren. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Yes, as I go went out this weekend to get fuel t- for my truck, I could not believe that it just keeps going up. I have a feeling it's not going to ever end. It's like the forever escalating gas prices. $5.39 in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn on Saturday. That's, uh, that's not that's... as bad as California. I got a photo. First time ever. $8.09 a gallon. <laughs> I told you they were moving for eight bucks a gallon. That was the ultimate goal. Well, then, um, Born, let, let's get back to what. And, and, and the people, I, when, I was at a lunch today, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's it. It's time to buy an electric car. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I go, I don't think Lauren Fix approves of that. I'll tell you why. Well, first off, as we watch everything get more expensive, whether it's food or whatever you buy, gasoline, uh, price of electricity is up 11.1%. And Con Ed said, buckle up, they're expecting a 19% increase in pricing for electricity. So while you're thinking, well, let's get an electric car and plug in, all is good, except for the fact that the price of electricity is going up. And there's no free lunch, as you and I both know. Uh, and so when you buy a new car, and I was just having this conversation over the weekend with somebody who said, I'm thinking, I'm not sure what to do. I've got a vehicle. It needs repair. Do I get rid of this vehicle or and buy something new? I said, well, if you can't afford the vehicle you have now and you can't afford gasoline, the worst thing you can do is invest in a new car. So you have car payments, a higher insurance rate, and then you have to pay for electricity. And they and they kind of fell for the narrative of, but I don't have to buy gasoline. But, yes, you still have to buy electricity, and nothing is free. Even if they give you a charging station, it costs about $2,000 to have it installed in your home. And I had one installed in my garage for all the journalist cars I get, and I was really surprised how much the install was. And I deal with this electrician every day. So uh, I'm actually going to be posting my lightning review for the Ford F-150 Lightning, the electric pickup truck. And their system, their charging wall charger comes with it. Great, you pay the two grand to have it installed. And then they say, but we have this great system. 
It's called uh, Sun Run, and they'll run your whole house, except it's $3,900 plus a $5,000 install fee. I'm thinking, okay, how long does it take to recoup that? My electric bill is not $1,000 a month. You know, it depends on where you live and how many people live in your house, but that would take you years to recoup, uh, you know, $10,000 of install fees and electricity. So, Lauren, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. What should people do? I heard what you said about, you know, fixing up the car that you have now. But what do you what advice do you have to people? Number one, to keep their car in good shape. Number two, to keep your car getting the best fuel economy. All right. There's a few things you can do. Some are free and some cost money. So number one thing is when you do need gasoline or diesel, use an app like Gas Buddy. That's one of the places you can look. I was using it over the weekend trying to get the lowest price I could, and maybe I had to go five miles farther, but it was worth it. Uh, if you live near a Native American Indian reservation, they do have really good rates. Um, so depending on where you're listening to your show, uh, the other thing you can do that costs nothing is check your tire pressure once a month. So the first of the month is coming around. Check your tire pressure against the sticker that's inside your driver's door. Every car has it. You look at that number and you match it to the tire pressure in the morning when it's cold. It costs nothing, but what you gain out of it is more than just better fuel economy. You get the optimum fuel economy. Don't over or under inflate because that will only destroy your tires, which are very expensive right now. And there's a tire shortage because what else is new, right? Uh, in addition, you'll get uh, better handling, better braking, better traction in the rain, and better life out of your tires. So tires were like $100 a piece. Now tires are like minimum two hundred dollars each yeah i i was just gonna say lauren i don't know where you're getting your tires from i do use tire rack a lot and there are no yeah they used to be tires for like 69 dollars to 89 dollars now they're a minimum of 169 dollars 189 dollars is that a a, a pandemic thing yeah no part of it is a shortage so there's a rubber shortage and of course a lot of these suppliers come from overseas uh, it's also important to know when you think of tires, everyone thinks they're made of rubber, but there is a lot of other materials in that that are also includes fossil fuels, which is what this administration is trying to end. So it, it's really important. Also, if you've got that check engine light on your dash, you want to get in front of that right away. You want to find to fit your favorite technician and mechanic or whatever. Uh, and there's one other thing I wanted to add. I, I put up a Friday segment every week, and this is right up your alley. Okay. So you probably heard, I'm shifting gears on you, pardon the pun, um, that there was an oil change customer who went in to get their oil changed. You probably discussed this. And in the end, the customer got sued because the mechanic who was working on the car killed another mechanic. And the guy's like, I wasn't even there. I wasn't even, I wasn't even near my vehicle. And I just want people to understand something that you will explain better than I will ever explain. And it is something that is called vicarious liability when you drop your vehicle off at a repair shop yeah okay <laughs> yes no 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 absolutely i mean basically basically what they do is they don't they're not really suing they are suing you the, the paperwork will say the deceased family against you you but they're really going after your insurance company uh, because you have something in your insurance that if someone else is driving your car and they're allowed to drive your car uh, as long as it's for a limited period of time under special circumstances that your insurance will cover the loss of whatever it is. I mean, if they, even if they don't die, if they get hurt. But, yeah, well, that's one of the wacky aspects of the law. Before I let you go, I, I want to ask you one quick thing, uh, Lauren, fix the mm -hmm. car, Coach. Um, yeah. I, I, know, I don't think it's out yet so that you've had an opportunity to test drive it yet, but the Volkswagen's coming out with a new edition of the old old school Vanagon, the old 
you know, yeah. the original probably, I don't know, SUV or whatever the heck you want, the original minivan. Um, is that something that's real or is that just a prototype? The ID Buzz? No, it's real. I've actually been in it. Uh, I've ridden it. We weren't allowed to drive them yet. But the ID Buzz, is, but they had to delay that because, again, Volkswagen gets all their wiring harnesses from the Ukraine. So there's a little delay there outside their control. So that plus the chip shortage, and there's a lot of chips on these. But it is very cool. There's going to be huge demand for it, especially if you owned one in the past. And if you look at today's current auction numbers on these 21-window Volkswagen buses, huge money. So I think there's going to be a big following for it. They they believe so as well, but we're not going to see that now until 2024. Um, but Volkswagen does have the ID4 out if you're looking for an electric car. And I've literally reviewed everything that's out there, uh, even some of the vehicles that Arthur loves, like the Alfa Romeos, which I also love. Uh, so we can check that out on my channel, which is Car Coach Reports on YouTube or my website, Car Coach Reports. Yeah, I, I like the Car Coach Reports on YouTube. You get to see Lauren. You get to see her whole review. So you should not hesitate to go there. And, and right now she's challenging the Subaru Forester versus the Honda CRV versus the, what is it, the Ford Bronco? Is that the one you threw yeah, them up against? I just, bought a Bron- I just bought a Bronco Raptor, so I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that it existed. So that's the Bronco with the souped up, souped up everything, correct? Right. That won't be coming in until the end of the month. And uh, I'll post a review probably the first week of June as soon as I'm allowed to. Even though I bought one, they asked me to be kind in that post a review until it, until it hits the market. So that'll be first week of June. So I have an early one coming, so I'm pretty excited. It's, I ordered it in red. Red. There we go. That's me. Red. Yeah. I I love it. All right, Lauren Fix on Motor Motor Mondays here at Idala at the Idala Power Hour. I almost said the name of my law firm because I actually am Lauren in my law firm, Idala Bertuna and Common. So, <laughs> thank you for finding the time on in New York City. A very Monday massacre out there. I'm watching, looking out the window. Everyone running around in the rain. But thanks again, Lauren. Hopefully, we'll talk to you next week. Anytime, Arthur. Take care. Have a great weekend. Great weekend. Have a great week. Wow. She's where my, my head is. And I'm working my tail off and doing a radio show at the same time. All right. We're going to take a quick little break. And then we're going to come back. We'll wrap up the show. We'll wrap up the week. We'll have some, like, a little crime news, a little fun news. And, uh, I don't know, maybe Sam Bowen will play some good tunes for us. We'll be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-278. The following is a paid political announcement. I was 16 on 9-11 when those terrorists attacked the World Trade Center. Republican Nick DiGregorio. That was the day that I decided I needed to take action and to serve my country in uniform. Nine years in the Marines. I served with the best. I served my country. I didn't think I'd ever have to serve again. But here we are 20 years later, 
and our country is dangerously off course. My name is Nick DiGregorio, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by DiGregorio for Congress. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Sebastian Gorka here for BestHotGrill.com. It's time to buy gifts with impact for mom, dad, and grads. Soler Infrared Grills deliver the lasting value of a gift that will actually be used, and every time they grill, they'll think of you. Soler Infrared Grills deliver the wow that everybody likes to receive in a gift. Soler Grills are made in the USA and built to last. Learn more about Soler Infrared Grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. Soler Infrared Gift Giving at BestHotGrill.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Jackson. It's also 007 Pierce Bronson's uh, birthday. He's 69. Tucker Carlson of Fox News fame is 53. Tori Spelling is 49. And Megan Fox, a very attractive woman, I think you're still allowed to say that, is 36 years old today. Now, why on May 16th would they declare today National Barbecue Day? I mean, that's just ridiculous. It felt like a barbecue day yesterday. Yes, I agree with that statement, but, you know, I, I don't know. 
I would go for June at least to be barbecuing. Uh, it should be like planting. This is the time where you know you put the plants in. But I know this is this hits home for you, Simbolino. Uh, National Sea Monkey Day. Oh, now, are exactly. you even old enough to know what sea monkeys are? Yeah, they came in those little plastic uh, little tanks with the eggs that you had to send yeah, out in the mail like, to order. Right, I think it was like brine shrimp or something like that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we were talking about the COVID and the COVID coming back. And, you know, I, I don't know how people feel about it, but in my opinion, it's something that, you know, you should just be taking appropriately seriously, if that's the right way to put it. And, of course, there was this tragedy in Buffalo um, with, you know, people getting killed, people getting shot. I mean, 10 people getting killed. I mean, uh, shopping. If you read the stories, it's impossible not to cry. I mean, grandparents picking up things for their grandkids in the store and get killed. I mean, who thinks? I mean, you're, you're... Maybe in New York City right now, you go on the subway like you're a little alert looking over your shoulder. Uh, you know, maybe if you're in a, a neighborhood that you know is a little rough, you know. But this was like in a legit grocery store, like the most popular one in Buffalo. And, and you're shopping in the daytime. It's just, you just don't see it coming. Uh, and now apparently some of the relatives of the shooter, uh, whose name I'm not going to get into even though I'm looking at it right now, um, what they're saying is they not not that they've done any deep dig or analysis on this, but they're saying that because this kid got so caught up in not getting the COVID, keeping himself locked in, just staying on the Internet, having no uh, human interaction, most minimal, coming to the few times he came out of the house, he was wearing like a full-blown respirator. Uh, and he was caught up in the paranoia of the entire, like, COVID pandemic, uh, and and he was so caught up on not getting it, not getting it, not getting Apparently, he wore a hazmat school suit to school. Um, the word that family kept using was extreme paranoia, extreme paranoia, and then, just a few weeks ago, he got the COVID. Um, and you know, nobody knows whether that pushed him over the edge. He was maxed. He was vaccinated to the max. No one knows if that pushed him over the edge, uh, but clearly this kid is very mentally ill and, um, he just took, uh, you know, he, he wrote this crazy 180 page white supremacist manifesto and, you know, again, I've said this so many times, um, the way you could fall off a tree or in the playground off the monkey bars and break your arm, I think things could happen where you break your brain and it just doesn't work the right way. It just malfunctions and uh, that it's not an excuse, but it's so sad. It's so sad. I mean, they're showing all these pictures of these men and women, uh, you know, who went shopping that day and they're they're no longer with us in there. Families are absolutely devastated. Um, you know, there needs to be as much action when there are warning signs that an individual's brain is broken. Uh, you know, you want to flip the switch here. An inmate committed suicide in Rikers Island last week. There's an article in today's paper saying that uh, there were many telltale signs that this kid was in big trouble and was heading in that direction and not enough was being done to stop the, him from killing himself. Um, 
There's a lot going on regarding Rikers Island. The report is due uh, to the judge, I believe, this week uh, on um, what to do, what to do with Rikers Island. Um, the uh, city has formed a new task force headed up by General Counsel um, Brendan McGuire to look after what's going on in Rikers Island. Let's face it, this is, in a weird way, this, like, crime thing and the corona thing and the mental illness thing, it's all tied in. It's very naive to say one doesn't have anything to something to do with the other. I don't believe you come out of the womb as a racist. I don't believe you come out of the womb as a as an evil person, as a terrorist. Um, I think these are things that either develop or developed along the way or taught along the way. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, that there could not be a, something traumatic that happens or, that affects your brain or something in, in life, an event that really sends you into a downward spiral. But then we as citizens have to keep our eyes open to identify people who are clearly suffering and give them that the, the help that they need. Um, and just to help people, I rebought the book that I had a long time ago that I told you guys about, and it came in the mail today, Life's Little Instruction Book. And I'll open it up and to a random page and read it to you. Number 68 of 511. Be brave, even if you're not. Pretend to be. No one can tell the difference. And you know what? That's pretty much true. Sometimes I stand up in the courtroom and deep inside of me, my I'm a nervous wreck. Or when I was going to be on television or come on the radio. <clears throat> but if you just put on a good front... And you act like everything is good and there's no problems. And people are like, wow, he's a brave dude. Yesterday I saw a woman who fell on the street. I pulled over, I ran over, and I picked her up. And I was a little nervous, but I acted brave. And she was fine. Have a great Monday night. We'll see you tomorrow. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.